Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Welcome back to Shakti Power, and we are on message number 14 from the Amazon number one bestseller, Messages from Shakti, Walking in Your Truth. Message number 14 is walk in your truth, roar. A woman who roars shows up authentically and creates the space for others to do the same. Speak your truth, walk in your truth, roar. Mantra. I speak my truth. I speak my truth. I speak my truth. And so this was a very short message, right? Such a simple message. Walk in your truth. Roar. A woman who roars shows up authentically and creates the space for others to do the same. Speak your truth. Walk in your truth. Roar. So this really means that when a woman is unapologetically unashamedly herself, she's in her power and she gives another woman to step into her power. And this woman is not asking for permission from anyone. She's simply as she is. She's simply shining the essence of her soul. She's simply following her heart, her intuition, and who she is. She's not shying away from it. She's not apologizing for it. She's not afraid of being too much, too intense, none of that. She just accepts herself for who she is. And I bet you she's done the inner work of accepting other people as well. So there's a level of self-compassion, love, and self-acceptance that has to happen when you can really accept yourself wholeheartedly and show up in an authentic way. So let me give you some examples of women who I think show up in a very authentic way. Um, Actually, let me give you an example of a man who I think shows up in a very authentic way, our President, our President Obama. So there's only a few more days before he leaves office. And, you know, many people might disagree with the wins and the losses and the gains and what he's actually done and what he's not done. But you cannot deny that this man has stood with tremendous integrity in the face of conflict criticism, a bipartisan party that has tried to stop him and block him and, and be an obstacle from him, from people calling him not a, you know, a president for, for black people in America. And he has replied, I, I'm the president of the United States. I need to look at everyone and take into account all people's issues and opinions and create balance here. So this is someone who really is authentic because he knows who he is. You know, he's not defensive and, and criticizing everyone and calling people names, belittling people. And he comes across very sure of himself and very willing to listen to other people's points of view. So for me, this is an act of authenticity and really walking your truth. 
Another example, and now we get to the women, is um, Michelle Obama, his wife, his best friend, his counsel. She was unlike any other first lady where she was very much about the people and about the communities that she represented and about children and gardening and helping them understand fitness and a healthy lifestyle and being a role model for that. She was very much a part of women and honoring women and girls, their progress in this nation, the need for scholarship, the need for respect and dignity, the need for um, guidance and mentorship and really paying attention to them and letting them know that all women are worthy. And she had to deliver some very profound messages to these communities and groups. And she always said, I am a mother first. So that meant that she is very much in her heart. And she comes from a place of, of heart-centered truth when she's walking her talk. And she brought a degree of fashionability to the White House, where she was always dressing in the confident way that appealed to her. So this is a woman who is not a typical first lady where she's behind her husband, the shadow of her husband. In my eyes, she really stood tall, proud, and confident for her mission and her message, for her role as a mother and as an activist for women and girls and children. And she stood equal to President Obama. So that's another example of a woman who I deeply admire and respect. I also admire these very independent women like Diane Fossey and Amelia Earhart and Georgia O'Keeffe who had relationships and Georgia O'Keeffe was married, but at some point in their career, they completely transitioned to their art and to their mission and to what they were meant to pioneer and embody in this world. Amelia Earhart wanted to be the first female pilot. Diane Fossey was passionate about saving gorillas in the forest and really understanding them and befriending them and sharing her research with the world so that it could serve in, in the protection of animals. And her legacy has spread to the protection of, of animals and the better understanding of gorillas in the wild. Georgia O'Keeffe was a woman who was very primal and primitive painter and she married a man who was of you know high high noble birth um, they were also located in New York and she was very popular her paintings were very popular and she sold tremendous amount of paintings in New York but her heart and soul were in Santa Fe where she painted the deserts and the barren landscapes and the starry night skies and the skulls and the bones of animals who once wept in those deserts. And she was so drawn to the landscape. Her soul was in that landscape. And I went to Santa Fe. I was a writer in residence at the Santa Fe Art Institute, where for one month I was allowed just to write. And I visited the Georgia O'Keeffe Museum in Santa Fe, and I went to her home, her small little adobe home in the middle of the desert, where she was just one with nature. And once her husband died, she left New York, all that glitter and gold, to live amid the stars and the dirt, and just to be one with that. So there's this inner 
lion, this inner lioness inside all of these women, the truth that they believe in, the truth of their soul, the truth of their mission, the truth of who they are, the truth of the legacy they want to leave, the truth of everything that they embody that cannot be hidden from society. They express it through and through, through their art, through their actions, through their research, through their fashion, through their speech, through who they choose to marry or not marry, through who they cho- where t- they choose to live. So they're really embodying their truth. And another woman, oh, I love her, is Harriet Tubman. And, you know, she's going to be finally acknowledged in our monetary system. She's going to have her own, um, her own currency. And she was a great woman. You know, she was such a great example of going from slavery to the master. She's such a great example of personal mastery and really embodying a woman in her power. And she did not lose one slave in the Underground Railroad. She did not lose one slave. And she even said she could have saved more if they only knew that there were slaves. So this is a woman who was committed to her truth and her truth was freedom. You know, she just could not imagine a life without freedom and people around her without freedom. So she extended her courage and her service to her fellow man and woman to be a part of her journey and her legacy and that freedom other modern day women that I really love and admire are the philanthropists and the motivational speakers and the authors and the innovators and the entrepreneurs. They're going out of their way to help other women, mentor other women, help women leave legacies, fund other women's investments, give them new business models where they can learn from, create conferences where women can get scholarships. So there's this whole thread and theme of women empowering other women. And when a woman is empowered, when a woman is clear on her truth and what she's able to give to society, she can inspire another woman. And that other woman feels free. She feels that she has permission to go wild in her truth as well and to live a life based on the dreams and desires she's always had all along. So I really salute all women, all men, every spirit that is out there walking in their truth and roaring like the lion and the lioness that is their true nature. Because we're not meant to just be followers and sheep in a flock, just doing whatever it takes to survive. We're entering into a time where we're being called to be of service, to really use our gifts and our talents and our light to shine an example of what our potential is, what we can truly be, going from just survival and paying the bills and working a nine-to-five and paying rent to really understanding what our personal power is, mastering that personal power, understanding what our heart's truth is, being of service to others, feeling compassion for the world, and then speaking that truth and sharing that wisdom and expressing who we really are at an authentic level with the world. And knowing that we are one and that we all have gifts and learning and learning curves and we all have light, we all have shadow and limitations. And finally, that we are connected to a divine source that will always and ultimately guide us. So we're entering into this kind of self-actualization 
where we're entrepreneurially solving problems for the world, politically standing up in our civic duties, and all of us are becoming leaders and not waiting any longer for one president or elected official to solve our problems. So as you empower yourself on your personal journey of self-discovery, you initiate yourself into your truth. You initiate yourself into the true courage that you're meant to inspire to your community, to your family, to your husband, your wife, your children. You are an inspiration. And I never want you to forget that, okay? Because that's what I want for you, to always know that you have the gifts to roar. And if you can take a moment with me, all of you, just you know, feel that fire in your belly, hold that energy in your belly and just roar, roar. I want to hear it. And I want you to roar like that every morning, if you can, when you can. Roar. Okay. <laughs> so if you're chuckling a bit with me, no problem. I love to make you laugh. All this stuff isn't so serious all the time. Just roar in the mirror, in the shower, when you're rising out of bed, roar, okay? So I hope this message served you, and I'm so honored that you are a part of this broadcast and in our community. Thank you for being a part of Messages from Shakti. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends, and be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.